fighting up the missus. The podcast in which we force force a woman to watch Swords Python. Yeah. Okay. And tonight we have forced a woman to watch episode 12 of Mods Python's Flying Circus Series 1, The Naked Ant. Fiona, for she is the woman. I'm Christopher, and this is the missus. Hi, I'm Fiona. Thank you for downloading this podcast. I hope you enjoy it. You're never going to get that I right, know, are you? No, I must think of a... Perhaps, no, perhaps. no, I like it like this now. It's become a thing. Oh, no, I... I, I it, You're letting it, your it people is, down. But, but it is, but it's not. Anyway, what did you think of the Naked Ant? I thought it was really quite funny. I even laughed out loud. There was out loud laughter for, I think, maybe one of the first times anyway But in this particular podcast. It started strong, and I thought, oh, that's great, that's great, that's great. You know, I've got some notes here. But Mm -hmm. I did think perhaps getting weaker towards the second half of the show. Oh, okay. So how shall we tackle this then? Can I start with my favourite bit? Yes. My favourite bit was Spectrum. Spectrum! With, um, what do we mean by mean? Yes. I thought he was brilliant. and he This was Michael Palin. Michael Palin doing the um, presenter guy uh-huh. of one of these um, challenging, think hard, intellectual uh-huh. type shows. Um, and he, yes, he, he made it sound like he was actually saying something of substance. But he wasn't. He was just he was rattling just off nonsense. Right, well, yeah. it wasn't nonsense. It, it made some sense. Yes, but... It wasn't. See, it wasn't of any note. There, there was no meat to the content. It was just, as you say, what do I mean by what do I mean? And what do, what, what do, do people mean? mean when they talk about things? But the best, well, when um, Chapman was it that did the graph? Yes. So this represents thirteen percent. This is the twenty-eight percent. This is thirty-three percent. And um, and they went back to um, Palin, who went telling figures indeed. <laughs> <laughs> and it reminded me. Of that um, guy you found on Twitter that you love. Ah, yes, Sir Michael. Yes. Yes. And um, and wasn't there one where someone says, I don't understand what the graph means, and then he just went to explain a graph rather than... Yes. So it kind of reminded me mm. of that because he, yep. no one was actually getting to the point. It was just explaining what graphs are like. But it was kind of getting to that point of if you have enough figures and say them authoritatively enough, then... You know, you can get away with pretty much anything. Yeah. It sounds important, therefore it must be important. We've got an expert in. Mm-hmm. We can't tell that this time. Okay. Yes. So, yes, I thought that that was my favourite sketch. It was my favourite sketch. Of all Python I have seen so far. Oh, really? Mm. Oh, okay. Might just caught me in a good mood. See, I would have said, for me, that was a good sketch, but I would say that was maybe the third or fourth best sketch. Oh, what were the better ones? Um... I love uh, the North Minehead by-election. Oh, in um, this, in this, just in this, just in this episode, yeah. Ah, Mr. Hilter. Uh, well, I did enjoy him. that. I certainly said that um, the German characters were very good mm-hmm. in the way that they kept on having to stop themselves being German. German and and overcompensating the yes. like before wicked English person. Yes. And eating didn't the cake on the particular line. Yes. And um, and the concept. Of Hitler coming over and trying to, to win a local by-election <laughs> in my head. Uh, yes. It was so crazy, but brilliant. I mean, well, that's I, what they're great at, is yeah. having these crazy ideas and making it into something that's funny. Well, the other thing I liked about it was the, the start. And this is where, you know, they sort of clearly, well, one, th- one assumes they shoved two ideas together, one of which was a fully formed idea, the other of which was, a, was interesting but wouldn't have had the legs, which was you thought, or I certainly thought, that it was going to be a sketch about 
Eric Idle's annoying character oh, coming, to the, uh, coming to the boarding house and talking about how he got there, which, as you know, is a particular bugbear of mine. Uh, people telling you oh, how they got mine. somewhere. Yeah it's, yeah, it's a conversation whenever families get together. No, we did like, better. We did better. doesn't matter. here now. Um, yeah. Um, so you thought it was going to be about that, and then they get shown at the room, and here's Hitler, Von Ribbentrop, Hilta, and, uh, and Bimler um, as, as other guests in the boarding house, and then it all goes into their bit. I mean, they do do that kind of segue thing without you really realising, don't they? Well, that's, I mean, that's part of what they were, you know, about. What they yeah. were trying to do was to, to sort of say, well, why are we getting rid of um, reasonably good material just because we haven't got a beginning or an end to it? Yeah, we let's could just make it, stick part it in the of middle one, or something. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, okay. Um, so then there was a bit of back to spectrum. Oh, we're not doing chronology. Well, we can't. Well, we What's your it. next. Um, you said it was. Spectrum was third, so what else was good? Okay, well, Mr. Hilter, um, the... <laughs> Reporting a burglary! That was very cleverly done. Mm-hmm. But I don't know why, because obviously the minehead concept was ridiculous, but it was too silly for me. Oh, the reporting a burglary? Yeah. And that you had to speak this way to this guy and that way to the other but guy. they did that, particularly that scene at the end where they were all changing their voices depending who they were addressing. Talking to, yeah. They did it very quickly, and they mm. did it very well, and I wonder how many takes that took. Oh, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I think they're all pretty seasoned performers, so yeah. I, I thought it would have been pretty quick. Um, the only thing that kind of spoiled that a little bit for me was, it was kind of similar to, you remember the earlier sketch about buying a bed, where you couldn't say certain things yes. to certain... Yeah, sales assistant, so you had to stand in the bucket. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff. Uh, but I did like, I did like, especially, uh, Graham Chapman, uh, getting on the radio and having to say, Sing. Calling all squad cars! In the local area! Uh, yes, so I enjoyed that one. Um, I, I also thought that, uh, the upper class Twitter of the Year show was very funny. I did not. So much as I wonder why that might an upper class twit. As an upper class twit, no, you I'm found that offensive, twit. did you? No, I didn't. No, I did think that. You know, is this actually being offensive towards a certain class? But they're equally offensive to all classes because they've got the sort of guy with a uh, hanky hat. Oh, the Gumby. He's uh-huh. a Gumby, yeah. and that's kind of caricaturing who lower class people. Is it? Do you not think? I think it's just caricaturing thick people. Oh. Well, anyway, but uh-huh. they do. They, I, I don't feel they particularly pick on any particular type. I oh, think they do characterise okay. quite a lot of different types of people, so that's oh. why I thought the Twitter. I think kicking the, the tramp was maybe a tad too far. Mm-hmm. But, um... Do you not think that's the sort of thing that these upper-class Twits do? No, you I know. do not. Oh, what, like, they don't, uh... Destroy restaurants and then just throw money at the people as if that's going to solve everything. But that's different to kicking a tramp. It's only one step above it. You don't have to throw money at a tramp. Anyway, <laughs> I don't think we should go down this little wormhole. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I just didn't find it funny, but it wasn't bad. Okay. And they uh, all played the same character as well. I prefer it when there's a bit of light and dark. Oh, I thought there was a bit of a difference between them, especially. But I say I think Michael Palin was was the top man in this episode mm. because he had a lot of good parts, and his twit was the best of all of them. What do you think? Jerry Brookhamster, his father uses him as a waste paper basket. They also look also very different with their faces pulled like that. Oh. oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I also thought Ken Shabby was. Uh, 
bit was a great bit as well. Ken Shaw, oh, he was no, deliberately attending. That was uncomfortable. I know it's meant to be. <laughs> but yeah, he had um Sorry. Oh sorry, Squire, I gobbed on your carpet. It's very this is a very quotable episode of yes. Friends Um and yeah, he had uh, somehow wooed this very attractive young lady and he's a um quite a grimy old man. Uh, he cleans toilets for a living, and the father was just being very polite and saying, "So, what job do you do, and can you provide for her?" And all because mm. they want to get married because he wanted to shag her. Yes, uh, and he she seemed up for it. Mm-hmm. So, um, isn't that interesting though? Because there's a sort of we think of the swinging sixties, we're in the seventies now. Um, that they still have to get married before they yes. can have sex. Mm-hmm. That's a, even even a dirty old man like Ken Chabby would have to get married before he would countenance having sex with a mm. with a, a young lady. Yes. So it wasn't quite as swinging as perhaps we've been we've been told it was. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> because my I, grand, she trains polecats. I love it. Because um I didn't enjoy so much the twits mm-hmm. or scumby or whatever he's called. Um <laughs> Ken Shabby. Ken Shabby. Um that's why it became weaker in the second half because they were oh, okay, later on. Oh, okay, because you went yeah. up for that. I did think that the the party political broadcast on behalf of the Wood Party. Oh, was just ridiculous. I, it was it was good, and it was one of those ones where it's like it was expensive. They were it was hanging yeah. upside down. It was tricky, uh, but it didn't quite. It, it, that's where we kind of feel it needs to go somewhere. Yeah, and that didn't quite go anywhere. No. Oh, well, actually, another bit I did quite like as well was um, the men falling. Past the window. Ah, bodies falling past the windows. Yes. Mm-hmm. I do. I do, I like the characters of uh, Cleese and Chapman. Mm-hmm. Um, and was it no? It was Eric Idle. Was Eric Idle and John Cleese were the two. Um, and I I just like the way that Eric uh, that John Cleese was just like really oh, okay and getting on with his work. Um, but after a few times, he got interested in, in looking into it when mm-hmm. they had a bet on it. I, I thought that was quite funny. Followed mm-hmm. by the. Well, do you not think it, it wasn't? There wasn't any discomfort in the fact they were eventually placing a bet on who would commit suicide next. No. Do you think you could put that on TV now? No. Though I think it kind of balanced it with a complaint letter. <laughs> what well, a man who was also falling out of the window. Yeah. Um, but what I also quite like is it turned into that cartoon of the people falling, and then they turned the sky sideways and the people were falling sideways and they ended up bouncing off someone's tummy. Yes. That was quite mm-hmm. quite endearing. Okay. Anything else about the anim- the robot animations? Um, oh, I like the pipey one. The pipey one. So he put down a pipe and then all these little animals got out of it. Oh, so yes. Came out it, of it. We've got, mm-hmm. we've got time to make a run for it. Did it say that? So it says, like, come on. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, so, yeah, I quite like the animation um, this time. I don't, and I didn't feel there was any animation. In fact, in any of this, I didn't feel there was too much in the way of filler. Even at the end, it had all those people saying no, but they were funny. Mm-hmm. There was nothing there that was just trying to uh, make it last 30 minutes. Yeah, and it was kind of calling back to the previous Vox Pop section, which was about people's attitudes towards uh, Hilter standing for mm. the National Socialist Party. There was uh, one bit that you, uh, I don't think we can broadcast this anymore, where Terry Jones, as an old, as a woman, was uh, saying that she did agree with him about certain things. But I'm mad I am, wasn't I? Yes, but I am completely mental. It's funny, it's two, two reasons why you could do two, two things. You couldn't say something was completely mental, mm-hmm. and you also couldn't say some of the words that she was using. 
for oh, what and... she agreed with. She agreed with his policies towards oh, black people. But she didn't refer to them as black people, that's no. correct. Um, yes, that, that wouldn't have been acceptable. But it was, again, shining a light on something that they took such a housewifey person. Yes. And... Um, she said it as if it was a everyday kind of thing to say, mm-hmm. which I think they were probably. Thank goodness, fifty years later, nobody would be able, would be so bold as to uh, make such claims anymore, eh? And people aren't being elected on such uh, policies any longer, eh? Uh, a little bit of politics there. People are here to listen about Biden, not politics. But this is a, but this is this is the thing this about is Biden is, yeah. It is it, it Society, does have these. What do you call it? Social satire? Social, social satire? Satire. Satire. It does have these little bites of... Yeah. You thought this wouldn't happen, but it does. Do we have any of that nowadays? What? Satire. It's very difficult. So some suggest that it's impossible to satirise things anymore because... You can't... You can't caricature balance. Yeah. What is called balance, anyway, but what is actually just finding extremists to say something. Mm. Um... Anyway, a uh, little bit of politics there. <laughs> what was kind of grinding the podcast to a halt a bit, I think, when we started talking about politics. Yeah, sorry. Um, so we've done that. We've done reporting a burglary. Um, I, want to, I want to talk more about uh, the North Minehead by-election section. Which? Specifically that section. Because the bit that was f- clearly filmed, you know, in real life, um, that was Hitler cycling past people in the street... With a uh, sign yeah. saying "Vote Hitler" or "Vote Hilter," uh, and then von Ribbentrop playing the Deutschland Deutschland. And you think Alice. those were real people? Oh, I think that was a, yeah. I think that was good. Okay, cycle round here. Let's go. Uh, and how did that go down? Do you think? I don't know. It was just sort of oh, that was odd to do that um, for real. Uh, I, I love, thought John Cleese was very good doing the Hitler uh, in German speech. Mm. Yes, but und this is a big but. <laughs> I very much enjoyed it. I probably so, missed some of that, as in thinking he was just talking German okay. and not catching some of those words. Uh, the It's Man was pinball. I was actually, I, I think that did, um, that was really clever as well. It was slightly different, uh-huh. um, but uh, I liked it. And this is the first time I realised he's always dressed the same. Uh huh. Do you think he just went and filmed all the It's together in one day? I don't think so. I think they were more, every time they went filming somewhere, they would do an it's. Oh, so that... The so it's all different places. Seaside, yeah. forest, park, road. Remember, he was crossing the road once. Mm. So, so and just, they they would swap it out, as in which which one with, with which episode. Yeah, location well, you would think that would be the... But yeah. We spoke of this before, because there was one episode where the It's Man was clearly in a place that was then used for another sketch, and we said you could just swap that out for... Yeah. ...for somewhere else. Yeah, that's true. All right, so, um... I'll tell you who was conspicuous by his absence, or not quite by his absence, but by his not playing many particularly good parts, was Terry Jones this week. Well, he was the... Well, I've written at the end, he was not Spectrum. Yeah, he was the sort of politics programme. But I think Mm -hmm. because the Spectrum thing had gone down so well he failed into insignificance yeah. in that one he wasn't in spectrum at all no um he was the signalman who was wrestling the beer Ach, that was silly. Uh, <laughs> he was the uh he was the landlady in the, he was the man, boarding house he was the man reporting the burglary that's true but that's quite a straight 
part. He but, did it well, but yeah. I thought his best bit was a sort of blinking, you'll miss it. He was um, Mussolini out, uh, putting up the sign outside the Axis Cafe. And he oh, looked really good. I didn't notice that. <laughs> he had like a sort of bald cap on. Right. Um, yeah, so I was a bit disappointed about lack of uh, lack of uh, Terry Hill. Obviously, one of the upper class trips of the year. Yeah. Um, so what about John Cleese? He was watching the bodies so falling. Hilter. Oh, you think Mr. Hil- Mr. Hilter? Yeah. Has he got any other? Well, the important about the yeah. Yeah, he also caught fire at the end in the yeah. political sketch. Um, okay. Uh, Chapman was, what was he in Spectrum? Well, he was the guy with the graphs. With the graph. That was quite good. Uh, he was Ron Vibbendrop in the Hilter sketch. He was the sergeant in the uh, reporting of burglary. He was the, man in the, he was the worst upper class twit. Um, he was Ken Shabby's <laughs> prospective father-in-law. No, I think it'd be the German and again. And it was the Wood Party. I think it'd be the German man. again. Ron Vibbendrop. Yeah. Okay. What did you think? Um, I like the the sergeant because he was calling all squad cars and the oh, yeah. Um, and I quite like the. I thought he was quite good as the Wood Party spokesman. That he was a bit unflappable. Yeah, yeah. Having fallen through the Earth's crust. Yes. That's good too. The way they described it, he didn't just fall down a hole. Mm. He had fallen through the Earth's crust. Uh, Eric Idle was in the office watching the bodies falling past the window. Uh, he was a he was a cricketer in the Spectrum program. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was the annoying man at the boarding house, or we thought he was going to be the annoying man mm-hmm. at the, the boarding house. Uh, he was the detective inspector reporting a burglary, one of the upper class twits, um, and he was the floor manager in the uh, Wood Party broadcast. Nothing really of any great note there. For I think in the office was. Yeah. Uh, mhm. Uh, and then, so then Palin got the pick of all the Kenny. He was the best thing in the Spectrum sketch. Mm-hmm. He was the uh, Bimler was the best thing I think in the in the Germans in the Germans. Yeah, okay. Soon, baby. Yes, no, he was good with that. <laughs> yeah. The little look for the camera uh-huh. at the end there as well. Um, he was the best upper class twit I thought. Ken Shabby. Superb. Yeah, I didn't like the character, but he did do yeah. it very well. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I would say Palin is, is top of the shop here. Okay. All right. Also, a couple of glimpses of Terry Gilliam. There's one guy I didn't know who he was. I presume that was him. Uh, he was the other sort of stage manager guy who came into the uh, wood party shot. With the rope. Yes. And he was in the bouldering house, although he didn't say anything. Oh, right. Uh, as well. Um, there. So, um, yeah, so you quite like this one. I quite like this one. So, bodes well for carrying on. For carrying on. So, we will be carrying on. We then. will be carrying on. All right, then. Uh, well, if you have nothing, anything more to say? No, go and stick the python where you'd like it. <laughs> oh, that's where you would like the python. That's what we're going to find out here. Oh, that could be part of the introduction. Oh, that could be what we're doing. Is that the inspiration now? Ah, inspiration. So, if you have nothing, nothing more to say, then all that remains to be said... Is join us next time when we will once again introduce the Python up the missus. Bye. Bye.